Okay, right. So, as I was saying, we could do some less entry questions. So, Nick, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't know. Whatever okay. you want to say. Uh, my name is Hope. I am 17 years, going to be 18 in a few months. So jealous. Recent. <laughs> Recently started the Form 6 life. It's it's slowly going there. It's a little tough some days. I'm taking a lot of naps through my free periods. <laughs> Sometimes I'm doing up some word documents and forgetting that I have a class in the next five minutes. Yeah, so that's but... the life right now we're living. <laughs> Quite busy and mostly sleeping, eating and doing work. The necessities. Um, every college student is like, I can't wait, right? Okay. So, Hope, um, do you have any interest in true crime? Or did I just drag you and force you onto the show? I really like to see how the mind works in a person who, like, plans out a murder and stuff. Because I'm really interested in how the mind works. So interested in the psychology, yeah. Yeah, psychology aspect. Mm. Um, I feel like okay, this is we posted a question to you guys and also to hope. Um, in a situation, okay, where you you're facing someone and you feel like they're about to actually murder you, do you fight or fight? I am more of a fight person. <laughs> Ever since I've known myself, I'm more of a fight person. <laughs> Because I always think, like, if I don't do, if I don't fight them, what if they go and attack my family? So I always like think about my family first. So I see that I have to get rid of this problem in case you know it affects my family life. So that's mm. how I, I think quite ahead. Wow. Okay. I, I was always even thinking about that. I mean, that's really admirable that you do, but I just don't want to get killed, you know. <laughs> I have uh, too much of a life to It really depends on the situation, you know. Next, you know, if it's a, like a gun situation and I don't have a gun, really, yes, of course I'm going to run. <laughs> because you say that um, it's the chances of getting shot while running is very low. Because remember, that to aim and it's a moving target. And I think that too. I do hear that. Like you run in a zigzag mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. But um, I feel like for me, it's very situational where if I know I'm bigger than a person, I'm probably going to kick your ass. Okay, <laughs> yes, but, it's really the situation. Yeah. So the reason why I asked the question is because our story today kind of has to do with with this situation, right? So okay. basically, um, you on Reddit, right? Are you a Redditor? I've not downloaded it, but I will after this podcast. <laughs> okay, great. Reddit sponsored me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, right. So, <clears throat> basically, if you're not an avid Redditor like me, okay, I am actually obsessed with it. I read all of my true crime on there. I feel like if, um, <clears throat> if it was ever to commit a murder, that would be really dumb of me because all my Reddit history is just like... <laughs> They'd be like, yes, she had the motive. <laughs> Ted Bundy, like, you know, it's, it's really not a good to check guilty one time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so basically, right, so again, we're gonna go through some Let's Not Meet on Reddit. So what that oh, okay. is... That's basically a thread, right? A Reddit thread of stories, right? Of victims mm-hmm. who encountered a situation with most likely it's people, but sometimes it's even like just kind of evil presences, you know? So a lot of the times when we read true crime, okay, well, when I read true crime, I don't know if you read lots about true crime, but you don't ever get from the victim's point of view. 
as a victim is unfortunately deceased at that point so you only get from that's sad to hear yeah it is it is very sad because it'll be more personal since you know they were in the situation yeah and from a victim's point of view Exactly, exactly why people are obsessed with people that's not me, okay? Because, um, like, yeah, that was saying, it's very objective. Like, you only hear from police mm-hmm. reports, your reports, the courts, and all that, and from the actual murderer, but the victims, they can't speak on their behalf. So, this left It's gonna be scary if they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It will be very scary if they do kill us. That's it. That's chilling. Okay. <laughs> but no. So. Uh, right. This. Let's start the thread. You see the victim's point of view. How they felt in the moment. You know. How they react to certain things. So. The first story that we have today. Um, I read it a couple nights ago. And I was like. Damn. This is such like a real it's such like a real situation. It's not it's not very outlandish. I even know if that's a word, but you know, it's like not so crazy that it can't happen to you. I feel like those are the scariest ones. So I'm gonna get into it. Now this story it starts off with a 20-year-old female. Mm-hmm. Her name is Veronica. And Veronica was 20 years old, as I just said before, so wow. But you know, um, in the states, right, the kids started drinking and stuff legally at 21. Yes. So, he was going to this anime convention, and it was one month before her 21st birthday. So you know what that means? Shots, mm. shots, shots. <laughs> <laughs> I already know how it is going. <laughs> exactly. So she was like, you know what? My mom not home. Not home. Well, the convention was at a hotel. Right? It was a, it was a anime convention. Mm. She was like, my mom they're gonna be there, my dad not gonna be there, okay? <laughs> what else can every hotel have a bar, so Exactly, every hotel bar. Even some I think her friends probably smuggled in some Oh well, maybe even smuggle. Like, you know, they they're technically adults but I don't think any anime convention gonna care if they start to just drink in their hotel room, mm-hmm. right? So so that's what Veronica, right? Now Veronica was like, I'm totally going to get hammered, okay? I'm gonna get wasted. But the deal was with her friends, she was like, do not leave anybody that you trust, okay? Because you're drunk right now, do not leave the hotel room. And if you're gonna leave, go with somebody that you trust. Right? Yeah, so it's simple. nice of them. <clears throat> yeah, right? So simple, simple rules and stuff. And <clears throat> so, it was over a weekend and you know she went with her roommate so it was like a lot of people i assume that they were going to a college of some sort and mm-hmm. they were having like small parties right small individual parties and what happened was that at one of those parties when i was like i'm bored I'm like i'm bored <laughs> yeah, like, she she was she was not having it okay like they just i guess too much partying is a bad thing so she was like, <laughs> I'm just drunkenly go into the hallway, stumble a little bit, you know, meet some new people. Veronica was very friendly, okay? That's what she said. She's like, I'm a very friendly person, right? And especially oh, when no. you're drunk, she's probably the friendly type of drunk, too, you know, there's like the sobbing super drunk. Super friendly. <laughs> the super friendly drunk. Okay. <laughs> so she was probably one of those, okay? <clears throat> but even so, not too sure she was a friendly person. So she's in this lobby and then she meets this guy. Right? And this guy, she bumps into him and they were at like a manga table. So you know you have anime and then you have the manga, so she's like the comics basically. I really don't know, you know. <laughs> I guess it's like a limited time or something? No, I don't know. Maybe I just got, like, they say you need a lot of strong connection. Like, internet connection and internet probably oh. all but My Wi-Fi is not all that as well, too, so... Exactly. Okay, so, sorry to pick everything, but we're just going to jump right back into the story. So, we were at the manga table, right? So, they're yes. explaining that... 
um there is an anime and then there's basically the comics right to go along with the anime and scroll manga and mm. now veronica was one of those people that didn't really like the story but she but she i guess she liked the story but she's more in it for the graphics you know like mm. she just likes the graphics of it she's probably an artist of some sort and she just really like watching the pictures and following along most of mangas a lot about a lot of pictures sometimes some mangas a lot of pictures so she sees this guy and this guy is looking at the manga in her hand and he starts talking to her she's like you know i really love this manga and and you know she's just talking and going on and on and on about the manga mm-hmm. And Veronica is just drunk, so she just like you know she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, nice, you know. <laughs> she's just trying to be polite. She's trying to like because okay, he was a stereotypical nerdy guy, okay, you know, the tall, skinny, glasses, kind of gold haircut, right? So mm. she's just entertaining him because she's like, I don't want to be rude, right? Yes. So, that's what happened and she just spent like for like a five minutes talking to him and all he talked about was the manga <laughs> he didn't answer what's your name how are you <laughs> did you look drunk no <laughs> that, right? so after that veronica said you know what i'm gonna just i'm gonna just go back to my room okay and he was like cool so veronica goes back up to her room now mind you we need to look at the layout of this hotel so what happened is that there is an elevator so she turned she turned away from him and she went into an elevator but to get to her room there's another elevator you have to go up so after you finish up that one elevator you have we to have go, to go to the next one mm-hmm. all right so finally back, goes back up into her room the party's still going on so she's like i'm a down two more shots <laughs> <laughs> So she takes two more shots of the vodka. Uh, so what super duper drunk for Veronica now. <laughs> yeah, she just takes two more shots of the vodka, whatever she was drinking. And maybe tequila, I don't know what's the poison. So she takes two of those and you know, she's just lying on the couch in another room. And the party was raging, it had loud music. And then suddenly you just hear a knock on the door. And it was the guy. And the guy was like, I'm looking for Veronica. Mm-hmm. What do you notice that's weird about that? Because he's looking for Veronica. Specifically Veronica. And the friend is like, well, okay, everybody kind of quiets the music. And suffering because I guess it's customary if somebody's at the door and you quiet the music, you help them mm-hmm. out, and then you just continue partying. Alright, so it's like, I'm looking for Veronica. Where's Veronica? I need to talk to Veronica. And Veronica was like, This is where her drunken self should have realized that something was wrong. Because, first of all, when they met, they did not talk about each other's names. He did not ask her her name, and she did not ask Because he was talking about the manga. And mm. I told you that you need to go up two elevators to go up to Veronica's room. So it's not like if she went up one elevator, and he saw that she went up one elevator, and there's only one elevator he could go up, but she went up the next elevator. So that just increases the chances of him even finding her, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, how the hell did he even find me in the first place? So Veronica's kind of freaked out, but she's drunk, okay? So this is something that you probably think about like after, like, shit. After. This is where I should have known something was wrong. So her friend came up to her and he's like, Veronica, someone's at the door for you. Right, so Veronica's like, okay, I'm coming. So she goes to the door and he's like, I just want to take a walk. Hmm? So... At this point, away story, from she, the people, yeah, mm. away from them. At this point of the story, she names the guy Steve. She's like, Steve wants to go take a walk with me. I don't know for what reason, but he just said that a nice walk will do him good, right? So they went for a walk, and this is where he starts to talk about 
miraculous and he was describing his favorite anime and he was like you know it was about this guy and this girl and the guy kept killing the girl over and over again the girl who he liked right Mm. and he kept killing her and she would reincarnate and he would look for her and he would kill her again and that was his favorite one yeah but that's not even the creepiest part when Veronica after the fact she googled the anime there was no anime like that there was none she could find like that that gave me chills when I read it thick <laughs> wow yeah so there was no anime I don't know if he was talking about his own anime anime but there was none like that. Or whatsoever. one that he wanted to bring to life or something. Yeah. So then after that, he had to give a bath. You know what? Ted Bundy got nothing on me, okay? Like, I don't know why these victims kept getting away from him. And that the victims deserved it. And then she realized that, damn, something's wrong with him. Like, he likes true crime too much. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I take offense to that because I love true crime, but I mean, I'm not gonna kill anybody. But I love this. <laughs> <laughs> right? So this is where the but, psychology aspect brings it in, yeah. because you like true crime, he likes true crime as well, but the difference is you're not going around killing people, yeah, but he is. I mean, <laughs> well, we don't know us yet, okay? Well, we don't know if he kills anyone, but we're continuing with the story, so. Mm-hmm. Veronica is like that's when she realized that she's not just so bubble before she heard this miracle thing. Mm. Anyone but would, like, anyone would. <laughs> she's like, um, she's like, I realized that we weren't really walking in any particular direction, mm. and that it had nobody in the hallways, and they were at an anime convention. It had nobody in the hallways. And with only the two of them. And he said, Hey, come with me. Come and go through the staff door and let's go up to the elevator and look at the sunrise, you know. It's really pretty. You'll like it. And when it was like, No, I don't want to go with you. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Understandable. And then it's like, Come on, Veronica. It looked really pretty. Don't you think so? Veronica's like, no, you're such a weirdo, like, just leave me alone. Then he took her by the arm and started to drag her towards the staff door with the elevator. He wants to go up on, to the, on top of the roof with her. And Veronica's like, no, like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm gonna, like, scream myself. And he's like, let's go right now. Oh, I get in chills. <laughs> Uh, she quoted him because she was like, This is my man. My has been graved in her grave. She was like, He kept pulling and pulling on her arm. He's like, If you don't fucking go up there, I'm gonna kill you. And Veronica was just, I think this is where her adrenaline kicked in. And she just, she somehow got away. And she had to run. This is a huge hotel, and in the hallway there was nobody. But anime convention. I Because in those situations, you just look for like anybody, like a, anybody, to just scream out for help. And she was in an yeah. empty hallway. And she kept running and running, and she's like, she remembers just looking, and this hallway seemed like so long and impossible. Until never ending. Until finally, well, all the time she's running, he's like, You bitch, like, just come back here. I'm not done with you. And Monica said she just didn't look back. And he was running after her. And until finally, she saw a group of girls. It was like about like five of them, right? And they noticed it fear in her eyes they said that that was something that they had never seen before it was almost like primal fear like of a prey getting mm-hmm. like hunted I was like that type of thing and 
she said that the girls kind of huddled her into a corner and they were like oh my god sweetie like look at your makeup like let me fix it for you you know like okay typical yeah, like, oh, girls coming to the rescue right I'm like <laughs> damn damn so <laughs> I was like yeah my god like oh, why are you crying like oh. did Joe break up with you again Joe <laughs> don't worry let's go up to my room okay and they carried her upstairs to their room and all the time she was just looking down and see if it's just there watching her as she walked up the stairs and then after that she never saw sleep again for the whole comic con and con and she was she ended it with Steve let's never fucking meet again <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of Veronica and Steve So, what are your thoughts about this story? <laughs> I was, I am not going to any anime, Comic Con, or anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay, so she gave her like final words, right? And she was like, I'm never going to be so friendly with people ever again. Right, yeah, she should be more closed off now, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she never knew. Steve was just a made-up name, by the way. She never really knew his name because of They never asked for each other names. But he just came up like, where's Veronica? And then after she asked her friend, like, does anything seem weird to you about this guy? And she was like, he did seem weird because his hand was in his pocket. His what? Right? His hand mm-hmm. was in his pocket. And he knocked on the door. And he's like, where's Veronica? I want to see Veronica, right? And he said, kind of being aggressive with mm-hmm. it. So her friend was like, she should have known that something was up. But you know, they kind of like they kind of older now. I know that was kind of drunk. So she yeah, like, they, you know, let me know. They have drunkness brain. And yeah, that was the story. That was your first. Let's not meet. <laughs> So expect to get these types of stories, because I'm telling you, they're wild, okay? They're actually wild. <laughs> so, do you want to hear the next one? Sure, you have time for one more, then we'll end off the podcast. I mean, well, actually, let's talk about you for a little bit. Like, has it ever had an experience where you're like, that you feel kind of like endangered or anything? Uh, it was I had experience where I felt like I was being like irate. So like it was when I was like, what? Like you know like you know like you know when like women walk the streets and stuff and you know men does um cat ball and those stuff. Uh-huh. Right, so I was wearing like 11 or 12 and we was going to go to the airport mom said we don't need to get dressed is well not to be going out and buy any stuff so all i did was throw on a jacket over my home clothes right because i say i would be remaining in the car and then now when it comes the time to drop mommy off she saying she might need someone to help her carry the stuff and somehow I end up being that person. So we're in the line now waiting. There was a really long line for KFC. Really long line. And then I believe it's a pilot or a co-pilot. Probably now come off his flight for the night. And he could have smell the cigarette in his breath. And just the vibe that was, he was, this vibe around him, I felt very uncomfortable and stuff. So I kept like shifting in front of mommy and stuff. And mommy tried to like block him, but it was pretty hard to block him because mommy's very tiny and he was very big. Mom <laughs> <laughs> was very tiny, guys. <laughs> and they say, oh. is what bothered me the most is that. The other pe- customers that was in the line, they and all had like an idea what was going on. 
but they did not say anything or do anything about it. So like, it's those situations that I don't like. Like if you see something happening, and you can tell that the person is quite uncomfortable, and I was very young too. Yeah. And you could see that I was uncomfortable. You would just stand there and then do nothing and wait until something happens. My God, I feel like they were not like Veronica's life-saving friends. No. Honestly. And it was, and what probably triggered me the most was females also, because it was a female in front, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. It was a, I know it had a female in front of us, but I didn't really know who it was behind him because I wasn't trying to look back. I was just trying to look forward and try to ignore because he kept asking questions and stuff. I remember one of the questions mm. was, you're very young to be wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah. that was one of the questions. Like, you're very young to be I wearing glasses. You're very young to be wearing glasses. <laughs> And I was just like, can't you not tell that I don't want to talk to you? Can't you not tell that I'm very uncomfortable? And he kept like just edging yeah, closer and closer. And it's just. Uh. I feel like they they know what they're doing though because you're so young. Mm-hmm. Like you, oh, guys, let me tell you. Okay, hope is not all up to now. <laughs> okay, I can I'm probably only go like an inch from then. <laughs> Trust me, okay? Trust me. So, like, so like, like, you know, like, if it's like a young child, my clothes wouldn't be seen as inappropriate because I was very young back then. I had nothing developed. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all, right? I was a stick. <laughs> Rectangle. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't matter yeah, no, if like... you have all the curves in the world or if you don't. They target who they want. Yeah. That's true. And even, I think some of them even like, oh yeah, like trigger warning, you know, like I know some people are really, you know, with these things. But this is a true crime podcast after all. We're going to talk about some deep shit, right? So I feel like um, a lot of people actually target those select group of kids, like, mm-hmm. you know, because they just like the innocence and being honest. And also, I know a friend who had a same experience like that, but the thing is, she. She experienced it around when she was like 16 or 15. So it really doesn't okay. matter your age or your body type. They target whoever they want. Oh my god. I also have a story about that since we're on that topic. Um, so you know that I, I used to basically travel to go to school, right? I didn't have. Uh, that transportation mm-hmm. at that time and usually I used to go with me and my sister my younger sister and I and I was in my uniform trust me it's not cute oh I know it's not cute <laughs> it's not the most fashionable out there hope that's fine it's not cute <clears throat> okay and um, yeah so I went in this maxi and I sat in by the window right this lady was sitting next to me and then she got up to leave some because I dropped off a little bit after her right so she got up to leave and she went outside that means we had a free space mm-hmm. and I was going to take the free space but this the maxi guy stopped and he picked up his next passenger that was a guy and it had so much empty spaces I think he wants to see her right next to mm-hmm. me and I was so uncomfortable. Just I can I understand. They just give off a vibe. Mm-hmm. You just know. Yeah, it's like it's got some gut feeling. You just know. Yeah. Yeah. You just know. He only kept looking at me, and I was like so close to the window. Like I was so tense. It's only until like I stopped off on my stop. And both of us stopped at the same time, and I thought he was going in the same direction as me, but I'm going to delete. So only then I realized that my shoulders had to fold because I was mm-hmm. so tense and so afraid. And he had this cutting card, and he would keep asking me, Do you want some? Take some. Hmm. The thing is, like, it is remember 
one question that is just like true of your yeah. whole sense of comfort that one question and not going to live with you for the rest of your life yeah like i could classify that as my creepy experience mm-hmm. like i know people have it with something like my mom for example right my mom when she was about like 17 18 she used to work at this grocery mm-hmm. store right and you know back in those days i guess it ha- they used to like walk everywhere right so we live pretty f- not pretty far but kind of far from the grocery store and she was going to walk to get transportation and it had this white van that pulled off right next to her and someone just told her to run Ooh. anyone know what they said they were like hey look she can't away Will she get away and she just booked it because that was so like they literally said hey she getting away you know like if they were supposed to take her away and i was like girl that's just god you know because something just stuck because the people didn't open it down or anything i said some just run said, oh, you need to run now and that was they were shouting Yeah, and it was in the middle of the day too. These people aren't scared. No. Let's just, just tell how like brave they was, how confident they was in themselves. Well, but it has a, next, a true crime case where you literally see this girl got kidnapped four times in broad daylight. Four times. In broad daylight, but it's the same person, you know. And the, that person, they knew the family. And the family knew that he kidnapped her the first two times. And that's a whole other messed up case, but <laughs> I got a little bit happy there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one, um, it's a random one that I pulled up. Okay, I didn't read it before. I'm just going to get our first impressions. So you're going to get my impressions as long as hope, as well as Hope's impressions. Sorry, so I'm going to read it. <clears throat> So the title of this is Social Media Crush Gone Wrong. Do like we all had social media yes, crushes? A lot of them. It's so easy to snowball into other topics, but I remember when Snapchat was like now coming forth as you know, mm-hmm. Snapchat. I used to honestly be a whole on there and just <laughs> talk to every single person. Especially since you like the emoji, you like fool people. <laughs> yeah, and you know the sad part is that I thought I was so cute. I think I we all thought we were super younger, and now we just no, humble. We can I humble know. ourselves no. now. <laughs> no, you said what I said. I was like, I know I'm cute now. <laughs> I clearly had no humbling experiences. One day, I can't be like, "You're so ugly." Like, why? Why <laughs> did you even cry? You know, I'm gonna feel like, so bad. No, don't do not post that. No, please. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. You know how like Instagram have like the archives? Okay. I archive all my posts from. I don't have to delete posts. I feel like you know, like you delete any comments, and there's you know, something you kind of want to look back on those things. And why did y'all let me do that? Like, I was scared. Oh <laughs> It was supposed to like half, you know what half face how yes, it is? Yes, I know. It's I was just like, supposed to like face and all the trends that was so it then. Now it's like so cringy. So cringy. Like why even? Okay. Yeah, we off topic. We gotta read this for the people. Okay, so. Social media crush going on. Now, I'm gonna start This girl says that, well, I'm going to just read as her, right? So, she starts off. <clears throat> I just want to say, when all this happened, I was 18, and I was young, innocent, and naive. Now, that I'm in my mid-twenties, I will never let this happen again. Dot, dot, dot. So, it was my freshman year at college, and as one could imagine, I was expected to be my own for once in my life. When I just excited to be responsible for herself so i decided to be on my own i decided that it's going to take summer classes on campus 
that day, I wouldn't have to worry about coming in when the big crowd of freshmen came in, and I would also already know where everything was. Plus, I meant that I could get away from my parents <laughs> faster. <laughs> but mainly, all I could think about was the boys. You see, I never dated anyone throughout high school, so I thought I will find my one true love at college. Because, of course, that's what all the movie told me anyways. About two weeks ago, by about two weeks go by, and me and one of my roommates, she had four, were hanging out in the lounge area, showing off pictures from Instagram of our friends, family, etc. Well, my roommate, Tracy, showed me a picture of her and these two guys. One of the guys was Tracy's boyfriend, and the other was Tracy's boyfriend's best friend, Sean. Um, my well, my roommate. No, sorry, I went. I went too far. Sorry. Now Sean was very attractive, and I told Tracy that he was hot, <laughs> and that, <laughs> and she told me that he went to the tech college near us, and he was single. Now a day or two goes by. After this, and she tells me, she tells me she told Sean that I was interested in him, and. He wanted to know if he could follow me on the grams. Okay, so there she gets. She looks like a shigwina. Get yeah, you here, on the right? grams, sliding so... DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants. So she wanted to know that so he could DM her, right? And she goes on to say, and at the time I trusted Tracy because she seemed like a cool, chill girl. So I excited to tell her yes. I wish I never told her yes, is what she says. I talked to Sean for a couple of weeks before I was comfortable enough to give him my phone number. At first, he seemed super sweet and he would always send me text messages in the mornings, tell me to have a good day at class, and he couldn't wait to FaceTime me that night. And we would FaceTime every night. At first, I loved it because I never had a boy give me so much attention and like I said before, I never dated anyone. So I was just over the moon that he was even interested enough in, interested enough in me to talk to me. But it all starts to get so annoying. He would text me almost every second of every day and try to FaceTime me at least four times. When I wouldn't respond to him, he would ask if I was okay. Why wasn't I answering? If I was seeing another guy, and uh, if I was seeing another guy, it would make him really mad if I was. I, of course, when seeing the messages, would try to reassure him. You know, I was okay, and I wasn't seeing anyone. Like I said in the beginning, I was young and naive, so I did not see a red flag. Things kept going downhill, though. It came to a point where he started asking for pictures of me. He did a selfie, so pictures of me in the mirror. I wouldn't send them though because I wasn't comfortable with my body at the time. And he would brush it off, saying that it was fine and that I could send him pictures of myself whenever I was ready. One day I was in class for a long time because it was a lab. And it started at 7 p.m. Hold on, I guess. Yes, it started at 7 p.m. And would end until 10 p.m. that night. For those of... Sorry, my mother. (laughs) During my podcast. My mother, guys. (laughs) Okay. Guest starring. Pause for a second. Y'all need to know what happened. (laughs) Y'all need to know what just happened, okay? So... Mommy comes in my room and she's baking cupcakes right now and she's like, taste it and I'm like, sweet, I'm like, in my podcast, right? And then she proceeds to toss the cupcake and it hits me on the head and all while I try to be it's like, and then he called me 10 times and I'm like, Let me just taste this now, cupcake, and see what this is. Uh, Some ASMR. Really good. This is like a food review. No, this is. I don't. Two noises. I don't need an ASMR. Uh, it's really good, guys. Mm-mm. 
Give me just two. Hope, what do you think with stories of up? What do you predict? What, well, I could already predict what do you predict that, that she would never like controlling her? Like gradually, you know, starting off easy and then get aggressive mm-hmm. until she's so caught up that she can't escape. It's like hard mm-hmm. to escape it. Because mm-hmm. they always start yeah, off always sweet and nice. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't you come understand? and be a girl. <laughs> You know, it wouldn't start off just like, so. let me dominate you. No, no. me and cut your fun, pull your hair and everything. And then it's come and wrap you by your hair after. <laughs> no, man. Mm, that's a good thing. But anyways, so. So, all of this coffee is so good. Oh my god, I should have never, you know. Okay. Mm. We're gonna, we're gonna continue just now, okay? Just hold your horses. What did I reach? Okay, it's in 7pm. Right, okay. Uh-huh, right. I'll One day I was in class for a long time because it was a lab. Could be late. <laughs> and it started at 7pm and wouldn't end until 10pm that night. For those who don't know, labs and college can last from 2 to 4 yes. hours. <laughs> yeah. Damn, 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 that's so true. That's so realistic. Yeah. And mind, I, we were science students, we still mm-hmm. are science students. It's not a massive amount of work. All of this just so we can make money in the future. Oh, it's just so I could become a dentist and take people money. Yes. You know, there's a reason why dentists give children candy after their dentist. So they can come back. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Have all the candy you want. <laughs> I feel like such a big theory. <laughs> like we all know why. Oh my god. I, and I, I just really play it off as being so nice. nice. You know, oh my god. Just encourage Okay, let's continue. <laughs> yes. Okay. For those of you who don't know, labs in college can last from two to four hours. Um, mine just happened to be three hours that night. Once classes ended, I headed up to my dorm and took out my phone. I clicked the button on the side, lighting up the screen. I had 380 unread texts, 10 missed calls, and three voicemails from Sean. Before I could even react or even read all the messages, my phone started to ring. Instead of being sure it was my dad, he called to make sure that I was alright, and he got an alert from the phone company that I had gotten all those messages, that she was still on his phone tab. I didn't know why, but I lied to him and left it off, saying that it was just a group chat with a bunch of girls from school, you know, nothing to worry about that. Once I got off the phone with my dad, I quickly went to look at the messages I had gotten. Most of them were demanding why I wasn't answering him, and he would come and fight me if I didn't answer him. His voicemails were crude, and mostly him saying that he's gonna go find me, and that I was a bitch, and that he was going to punish me for not answering him. About a week goes by, and I start to slowly forget about the incident, trying to not think about it. Uh. Wait, I lost where I read. I lost it. Oh my god. Oh. Okay, sorry. I apologize. Um, after she says that um, he left those voicemails and that he said that he was going to punish her for answering him, she goes on. After this, I just completely blocked him on everything I, I could think of. Completely freaked out about the whole thing. What a week goes by and I start to slowly forget about the incident, trying not to think much about it. At least that's what I was trying to do. That whole week, I felt like someone was watching me. But I brushed it off as me being paranoid. At the end of the week, my roommate Tracy comes up to me, shouting at me, saying how I broke Sean's heart. And he called her crying, saying he didn't understand why I stopped talking to him. I can't even get a word in because of how fast she was talking. Finally called me a self-centered bitch and walk away. I went to class right after and I realized 
not realizing I forgot to lock my dorm room. We see I live with four girls and each girl had their own room which were locked outside from the out which would lock from the outside with the key. And I came back from class and noticed my door was cracked open slightly. My heart dropped to my stomach. I hesitated for a minute. My hands were shaking terribly, but I finally got the nerve to push it open. And then nothing. There was nothing out of place, it seemed. Even though there was nothing out of place, I could have sworn it closed the door before leaving the class. But I don't remember if I locked it or not. I know for sure I closed the door. So I asked my roommates if anyone had gone into my room today. And they all denied, even Tracy. But I knew in my heart that someone had just been there. I tried to brush it off, but I couldn't. So one weekend, when I knew that all my roommates were going to be out of town, I switched dorm buildings and roomed with a girl I had gotten to be close friends with. After I moved in there, I told her all that happened. She said that she would walk with me to my classes, which thankfully we had most of our classes together, except the night lab I had. And she would walk with me to my lab and wait until my lab was done to walk me back to the dorm. That, that is, is such a nice person. Like, God bless her heart. Damn. Bless her heart. She, honestly. honestly, girls, they can be so cruel when they're ready. But in they, they have yes. Friends. You can be totally strangers. You walk in the bathroom, and this girl there notice that your makeup smudged. She'll tell you your makeup is smudged. You need you, want, you need like a sponge or a wipe or anything. Like that's that's the level of kindness this world needs. Yeah, yeah. Me, this world needs the level of kindness that goes to each other. Yes. <laughs> Like, not even being funny, like, that's so serious. <laughs> oh, but no, but that's like three hour lamps and she just waited there for her. But what if she could have fucking known? What if Sean you know, came and like, just knock out and take her and hide her somewhere? Wow. Oh, we'll see, okay. I've actually fucked my way. Okay, let's read. So. <clears throat> One night though, she had gone out of town to see her parents or something. I was walking back from my lab and it had gone really late that night again. I heard someone walking behind me but I didn't pay any kind to it since class was just let on. But I was, as I was walking, I heard the footsteps getting closer. I started to pick up my walking speed. At this point, I could tell someone was following. I was afraid to look back. As the footsteps increased and got faster, I started running as fast as I could. And let me tell you, I'm not athletic by any means. <laughs> but in this situation, somehow though, <laughs> this is what she said, somehow though, adrenaline, probably, <laughs> I was able to sprint to my dorm building, hearing someone still running behind me. And I thankfully already had my key card out to get into the building. I swept on the door and slammed it behind me. Looking up from slamming the door, I see someone who's probably about 10 feet away from the door, staring at me. Even though the person's hoodie was just up, I couldn't see their face. I could just tell they were looking straight at me. I just knew it was Sean. Not wasting any time, I go to the RE. I'm guessing that's kind of like mm-hmm. the guidance counselor that was up that night bawling, telling him who, what had just happened. He called the police and told him everything had happened, but they basically said they couldn't do anything since they didn't see his face. Even if I thought it was Sean, I couldn't get a report out of it. I was just paranoid, they said, since it was night time and I was working by myself. After all this, I called my friend and told her what happened. And she never went out to town again, even if I had none in my classes. That's so cute. <sighs> I eventually decided college wasn't for me when I dropped out, which is understandable. I moved back home 
saved and went to cosmetology school. I'm making my hairdresser. I still haven't dated anyone yet though. Maybe it's the fear of something like that happening again. I never know. I do know that I am super careful who I talk to now and who I give my social media and phone number to. I'm scared to go places by myself, even though it's been years and I'm states away, even social. Let's not have meet again. And that's the story. And, and I think like this generation <laughs> is so like willing to like give out this social media account and then number because like um who it was i was on instagram and i got a message from someone mm-hmm. and obviously it was like a requested to message because i wasn't following the person and just three or four minutes into the message can i get your number well you know me Alyssa. Yeah. you know me <laughs> <laughs> I read it. I was like, nope. And I just deleted the chat. I did not even bother to respond. <laughs> I did not bother to respond oh because God. I think I am not that kind of person. Funny. Like, okay, it has so much time where, like, okay, so when I was with my ex boyfriend, right? Um. Basically, I used to have a lot of guys in my DMs, and it was like these old and new guys, and the same thing with requested, right? And they were like, I could treat you better than your boyfriend ever could, and I'm like, ah, okay. Honestly, don't doubt it, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, funny if you ever listen to this, I'm so <laughs> But, um, yeah, so there were a lot of guys in my DMs, even like now. I don't know if it's like a thing with like literally just I don't know if it's like a a thing with guys like when girls in a relationship they just want to take take on a challenge and see if they can take share away from the boyfriend like I don't know if it's like a challenge or a game they didn't see because all this PS4 and PS5 is playing that's why we see it as like some kind of assassin creed game that they need to you know (laughs) advance to the next level These people are like, they think that as simple, they're beautiful, how you do it, gonna be like, okay, but I'll, you know, I, I think yeah. I'm gonna go with this dude now. Like, what? No, that's not how it works. So, I know. But yeah, so I was telling you that um, literally two days ago, this guy who I went to primary school with, I think so, I don't know, like, I vaguely remember him. Like, he just looks kind of familiar to me. And you know, I've been into drawing and stuff a lot lately. And you know, I posted this picture of a really cute puppy. And I was like, name him, right? And he replied to that story with WhatsApp? Question mark. So, me being a sassy person, I'm like, oh, so. WhatsApp? You know what <laughs> WhatsApp? <laughs> and I told him, I was like, oh, what a wonderful name, WhatsApp. Right? And he's like, no, I mean, like, if you're on WhatsApp, I'll send a full answer. I'm like, yes, of course, I'm on WhatsApp. Yeah. Listen, but you're not giving a number. Like, I find work. that's, like, such a yeah. dumb question, WhatsApp. If I have a phone, am I not on WhatsApp? No, no, no. Like, bro, like, like <laughs> Instagram asks for two step authentication. Exactly. So you must have a number, number and a Gmail. <laughs> Why you don't ask me? Gmail? <laughs> 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 We're going back in days, you know, Gmail. <laughs> like, you must go further back. Yeah. <laughs> but no, listen, right? Okay, I just feel like any guys out there who may be listening to this podcast, right? Hey, how are you doing, bro? But at the same time, okay, like I feel like if you're gonna approach a girl, don't approach her with the hey beautiful. Like we don't know what. I'm pretty want, sure she okay? knows she's beautiful. Honestly, <laughs> exactly. I don't need you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I tell Vidal, I'm like, Vidal, I don't need you, man. <laughs> and I was like, honey, honey, <laughs> <laughs> So no, okay, like. Honestly, I feel like girls like 
to I feel they kind of like have a challenge too. I feel like to you know feel like they actually feel wanted and okay. respected, but at the same time we don't do want it. It's kind of like it's all out there for us because then it'll be like a little bit too easy. You know, like, you know that's just what it's in stage. Like you feel it all bit here, but just don't come up with like I want to marry. Yeah, I want to give you. My first job, it's like too no. excited, like not interested. You can keep the excitement. <laughs> uh, but okay, honestly, like if you meet um meet a person on Instagram, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? There's the physical component. There's how the emotional component. Obviously, FaceTime like every single mm-hmm. day. Like I like I know it's like Corona and stuff now, and like even though I talk to my boyfriend all the time on the phone, at the same time we still met in person, and there was still, still like you know, him, like, yes. I don't know yeah. what it looks like. Okay, like we don't know, and and technology these days, we could take a picture on Google, get the person name, mm-hmm. address, everything, and just mm-hmm. pretend to be that person. I believe it happened to mm-hmm. one of my friend as well, and the person was—they yeah. took her whole identity off Instagram, and any comments, any you comments, you should see how they're responding. Yes, I wasn't sure if they post this picture or not. You know, if you did not know my friend, mm. you would have thought that is a real person. Mm. I, I was, I was really shocked. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's just the bold faceness, yeah, you just wake up one day and I'm going to take me. this person identity <laughs> with that thought, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I wake up mm-hmm. today, I don't want to go to school. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> have a chance to be like, hmm, whose identity to take today, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, uh, I wake up and I'm like, damn, my phone is on 5%, I didn't charge it. That's the thing that I'm concerned about. Yeah. Oh, of course, I wake up an hour before my alarm. I have an hour left to go back yeah. to sleep. <laughs> Hope we actually got a full hour of this. Oh, oh great. So, good job. Not a applause. Um, that's it, thank you for Coming and co-host. If you want to see more folk, you could always suggest here by coming on here. And um, basically, I hope that the affairs doesn't see that you're in contact with me and be like, okay, she's also awesome. <laughs> in the middle, okay, because my sister We go down <laughs> together. <laughs> my sister trees are questionable. <laughs> Very questionable. So. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Any last words for the people? Maybe just one person must think, but still any last words. We hope you took something from these stories. Maybe, you know, be careful when you're walking alone at night. Any tip from these stories? Anything that stuck out with you? You heard it here. Actually, the two stories we covered today literally kind of deals with yeah, being thing, alone right? by yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes you want to be alone by yourself, but like any public, you have to be a little cautious when you're alone by yourself. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you have a female or a male, because it happens to anyone. Doesn't matter your gender. Like I said before, yeah. doesn't matter your gender, your, your body type, your race. They do not. They yes, the yes. clothes that you wear in. Basically, you'd have discussed with people out here, but you just gotta, mm-hmm. you know. It's unfortunate, but you gotta take the steps to protect yourself. So, again, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Okay, and uh, uh, just a very big thank you for whoever even took the time to listen to this ramble, okay? <laughs> I think I actually like having conversations with people. It's just so raw and mm-hmm. a lot realer. The whole thing. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy and stay safe. Also, wait. Um, I was thinking about naming my podcast The Nugget Club. It's honestly very near and dear to my heart, okay? <laughs> it's a place where you can just chill, right? 
Bye.